What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's episode. I've got a great guest for you in Mr. Nick Niehaus, who is the CEO and founder of Business Video School. And being that video marketing, content curation, adding value is such not only an important part, but now becoming a necessity for business owners, for influencers, for brands to be embracing and to be incorporating into their marketing and branding strategies. I thought it'd be great to bring in Nick, who is somebody that I've seen evolve and grow and bring so much value to the space. And I think you guys are going to see that here in today's episode. He specializes in providing efficient video marketing methods, trainings, and leverage, and ultimately lead generation strategies that are powered by his frameworks, and more specifically, by artificial intelligence. Whether you are in real estate, you're a small business entrepreneur, you're somebody that is aspiring to be a business owner or an influencer or content creator, this is going to be a great episode for you. We covered a lot when it comes to the small business success roadmap for what kind of videos you should be creating, the frequency of those videos. We dig into neuroscience and how there are true studies and data around the brain and the power of video and how that builds trust. It creates opportunities. It gains you know, traction when it comes to the authority and your followership. He talks about how they're leveraging different AI tools and how it's completely transforming not only the way people create and put out content, but also how people are consuming it and what the future of this looks like, all the different business industries that content creation has made a significant impact in. We talk about case studies. He shares platforms and tools. This was a really informative, not only high level, but very tactical and nuts and bolts type of discussion. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode with Nick. And ultimately, this is going to be something that I know so many entrepreneurs, whether you're in the beginning stages or you have a successful business, are, if you're not already doing it, forced to get on board with, or you're ultimately going to get left behind because we are living in a world and a time where video and authenticity and relationships and community matter more than ever. And video is going to be not only the way people uh, bridge those gaps, but it's going to become a necessity for companies to be able to implement these things to deliver the value that customers and communities are going to demand. And you'll hear Nick's take and perspective on a lot of this. So without further ado, I don't want to waste any more time we're going to dig into today's episode. If you guys want any of the links, the resources that Nick shared or talked about, you can check those out at millionofmindcast.com. And of course, we got all kinds of great stuff in the, the store for you guys there. So with that being said, let's jump into today's interview with Nick Niehaus, the founder of Business Video School. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process, and in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer 
and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like build and bigger pipeline with real customers, leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this Deep Sales, and LinkedIn has built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. Welcome into the show, Nick Niehaus. How are we doing, man? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I know that in today's world of of business, brand building, relationship building, you know, video Mm -hmm. is almost, uh, I would say, a a default necessity. But not everybody is using video, let alone the people that are using video are not necessarily using it as effectively as it could. So I know we're going to talk about that today and tap into uh, your wisdom here in this space. But I'm curious, I always love to know these inception stories. Where did business video school start? And what does it look like today? What are you guys up to in business video school? Yeah, happy to share. Um, Well, going back a ways, so we're we're about four years old as a business now. Um, This all came from we we also I also own a video production business. I'm based in the St. Louis, Missouri area. And about four years ago, we were working with a lot of real estate agents. That's still kind of our specialty to this day in our school. What we found was we we could bring somebody in, sit them in a chair. We we had this really cool process, right? Two hours from start to finish, we would create a custom script, we'd shoot a professional video ad, and we'd also set it up as an ad on Facebook. Uh, ridiculous process. It was it was very hard, right? It's a lot of work in two hours. But we'd have people come in, make them a video, have the ad up and running, and, and they're getting business within a couple of weeks, right? So like this is a major marketing win, um, the kind of stuff that like nothing I'd ever done before was that effective, right? However, so we think, okay, we'll, we'll do these and people will come back every few weeks or at least every month or two and they'll want to do another one because it worked, right? Like, of course, um, they weren't, which was kind of shocking. So we, we dug in a little bit and uh, it wasn't too surprising. What we found is like people were just terrified. I mean, you know, and this again, this is going back a little ways, right? So it's a little bit easier nowadays. But at the time, it was like they were they were terrified to be on camera. I don't like how I look. I don't like how I sound, you know, all this kind of stuff. And and even though they would all say at the end of this process, this is way easier than I thought it was going to be, you know, you guys really helped me here. They were still scared to come do the next one, right? So that's obviously a problem for your business. So dug in, like, how do we fix this? What are we going to do? And what we realized is, a lot of them, you know, this was the first ever they they'd never been on camera before, right? And they're coming in making this video and you know, kind of doing this performance thing. It's gonna be seen by thousands of people, super high pressure, especially for your first time, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where we that's where the school kind of got started. It was it was a bit of a, an internal program. It was initially supposed to just be a single course, um, help people learn to make simple videos with just their phone so they could kind of get that that initial uh, reps in under their belt, so to yep. speak, and sort of a safer private space. 
And then they would inevitably want to kind of upgrade to the better videos and come in and have that stuff done. So piloted all this, right? Uh, it's the uh, December of 2019. We're wrapping up the, the first uh, version of the course. We taught live 12 weeks, had, had a brokerage on board, all, you know, all this great stuff. And we're getting excited for, for the next year and everybody knows what's around the corner, right? Um, so pandemic hits. Uh, it was, I mean, it was a bummer initially. We had just moved into a new office space. We just put, put together a new studio, had to vacate that, like literally moved all the stuff and never used it and then had to take it all out like two weeks later. Um, so we were pretty, pretty worried, but we had this course and, and I had uh, a couple gentlemen that I was, uh, you know, kind of had gotten to know over the past year or two that also had like this massive audience in the real estate industry. And so I kind of put it all together. I was like, look, we can't even for, for months, we were locked down. We couldn't even go to the customers and shoot the videos like you just couldn't meet. I was like, well, all we can do is online. So why don't we just spin this out, start a business, make it its own separate thing. Uh, bring these other guys in as partners, kind of get that audience going. And we hit the ground running. I think within our first three months, like you've had like 900 people sign up to, to take our course, you know, and I had 800 people on the very first webinar we ever did, which was very intimidating because I had never really done anything like that before. Um, so that's a, that's a quite a background to it. But that that was sort of interesting how it got started. And so since then, really evolved. You know, we have uh, 10 different courses. We have a catalog about 200. We call them video recipes, which is like a video script plus everything else you need to make the video as much of it done ahead of time for you as possible. And then we do lots of other things. Like I mentioned, uh, we, we do uh, uh, we do a lot of AI uh, type stuff. So we built some AI tools for our students that write scripts and that'll help them plan their videos. Um, and then we have a lot of live components as well, right? So classes we hold, Q&A sessions, you know, this sort of that accountability piece because video can be a little bit intimidating. And it's all it's all just based on the idea that you want to start simple, right? So we can we can talk more on that. I don't want to keep droning on, but uh, but that's the idea is that we take people from the very beginning and we work them through this process we built. We call the the small business video roadmap, and uh, it's yeah, it's proven really highly effective. And I think the the last thing I'll say there is I the thing I'm most proud of is probably the fact that we help people realize they don't need to be doing the social media videos first. That there's a lot of other places to use this stuff. Um, that are much easier and actually also tend to get results faster. And so a lot of them, that's a huge relief. They get started there and then we kind of build them up over time. So yeah, that's kind of a kind of a quick backstory. <laughs> well, let, let's 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 bring some value to our Millionaire Mindcast, you know, sure. family and listeners here today, because we have so many different entrepreneurs, business owners, people that play in obviously, you know, different industries and spaces. And yet I think in you tell me. Is video a necessity and a requirement nowadays for just about any industry? And which ones would you say are 100% you guys are seeing the most results and most traction when people really get behind implementing video as a, a core component of their business? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great question because I think you know, I'm biased. I'll, I'll be upfront about that. You know, I, I sort of bought into video about eight years ago. And, and for me, it was as soon as I started doing, I'm, I mean, and I, most people don't believe me when I say this, but I'm actually pretty darn introverted. Um, I do not like going out in the networking rooms and doing all that kind of stuff. And what was crazy is I started making video, just sort of try something new. And, and it totally changed the way that that experience worked. Like I would go into these rooms now and people would recognize me and they come over and they'd, they'd be like, you're Nick, right? You're the, you're the video guy. Cause I was one of the only people doing it at the time. And as an introvert, I'm like, I, this is, I, this is a hundred times better. I would much rather, cause you know, video, you're sitting alone in a room, right? There's yep. literally nobody else there when you're doing it. So yeah. that's not that bad. You know, if you're an, you can redo it, if you screw up, you know, so as long as you're not thinking about all the, the trolls that might give you crap when you post the video, making them doesn't have to be hard. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I think that that's one of those things that, you know, if you can, if you can accept that, right. If you can sort of recognize that, look, 
this is how we build relationships now. You know, I mean, this is a communication tool. It is not just a marketing tool. It doesn't even have to be a performance tool, right? I mean, I, I think of something like a social media video, kind of like public speaking, you know, I mean, you're going to want to build up to that. You're going to want to feel somewhat confident, right? Um, there's all the other kinds of things that are that are more like having a one-on-one -on -one conversation that are so much easier to start with. So from that perspective, yeah, I would say it is it is becoming a requirement. I, I think we're not, you know, we're at kind of a transitionary point, I think, right now where you're not seeing customers kind of come to you as a business owner and say, like, why don't I have more video from you? Yeah. I would not be surprised, though, if in the next couple of years that starts to happen. Because for the customer, once they experience this, like, let me give you an example. You know, let's say you sign up for more information, right? You're, you're a new lead for a company. So you opted in on their website. Well, what you can do now is you can pull up your phone as soon as that lead comes in, hit a record button, say, you know, hey, Mr. Smith, thanks for opting in on my website. It's great to meet you. I'm really looking forward to talking to you soon. Uh, keep an eye out on your phone for, for a call from this number. Thanks, right? That's 10 seconds. It's, it's nothing. A single person sees it, right? There, there's just sort of no reason not to do it. Um, and all of a sudden now, that customer has a real person that they're interacting with, right? I mean, that's what happens in the brain is that there's a part of your brain that recognizes human faces, right? The fusiform gyrus. And so this thing activates as soon as it sees the face and then it's seeing your facial expressions and you're being nice and your tone of voice is friendly and all these things. Yep. They're a part of building the relationship, right? Just like when you meet somebody for the first time in person. And as soon as that happens, it's a different experience from that point forward, right? Yeah. So 10 seconds worth of work, now the customer feels a higher level of, of connection to you. From a selfish perspective, you're going to have a higher chance of converting the lead, but you're providing a better experience. And I think that's where it's going to become a requirement. So that, that's you know lead gen. You can use it in, in customer updates. I love that. Somebody told me the other day their BMW dealership um, sent them an update on their car as it was being uh, maintained or up, you know, it was being worked on in the shop. Um, there's just so many different use cases for it. So that's where we're at, right? So no, you know, I don't think I can tell somebody straight to their face, if you don't do video right now, your business is going to go under. It's not that dire. Um, but I think over time, we're going to start to feel more and more, you know, like any sort of shift in communication, right? And we all, there was only yeah. one person with a cell phone initially. Now we all have them. Only one person with an email. Now we all have them. Um, I think that's where we're we're seeing video as well. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I was um, at a hotel, and when I checked into the hotel, I got a video message from our concierge. Hey, this is mm -hmm. Natasha. We're so excited to have you here. If you need anything, find me. I'll be here. Blah blah. blah. Right, and and that just like like you said, it just it put a face to the name. I always say, anytime I'm talking with you know commercial brokers who lead me deals me opting in on a lead form on one of their commercial listings, um, you know, is one thing, but me getting on a zoom call where I'm looking them face to face, they see who I am, they see how I'm communicating my tonality, that relationship is completely elevated just with like what you said, you know, a quick, um, and not a very, you know, cumbersome effort. So you talked a little bit about the neuroscience of this, which I think is really important for people to wrap their heads around what actually happens. So contextually, it might help or encourage them to lean into some of these things, understanding the power of what it does in the brain. What are some of the findings and research you guys have explored and kind of affirmed or validated through the course and tenure of your business working with so many people doing video? Yeah, no, that, that I mean, I love talking on this because I think this is, you know, I'm still learning about it. You know, the, the science is still actually happening, which which kind of shocked me because I've been trying to look into this a lot lately. 
There's a little bit of research, um, but you would think after the pandemic, everybody being forced to be on Zoom for years, there would be more of this research happening. So, you know, there's there's more to discover there. But right. what happens, so, so basically, let's talk about the, the fusiform gyrus a little bit, right? So this is part of your brain. Um, overall, it recognizes objects. So it, it's also dedicated to, you know, any sort of object, right? So it's things like if you see a plant you've seen in the past from that sort of base instinctual level, you need to be able to know, is that poisonous or not, right? So like, mm-hmm. we need to be able to recognize things. And then we have to be able to recognize people. And, and part of that that area, there's a, an area in that fusiform gyrus called the fusiform face area. And that's all it does, right? So it's this dedicated part of your brain that just recognizes faces. And uh, where, where that comes from, sort of the, the research suggests, is that you know this has been around. This is, this is one of the older parts of our brain. It's not really a recent development. And it makes sense because it comes from you know when we were a little bit more basic animals, right? You know Maybe even before yeah. we could talk to each other. You're out in the field gathering berries and you look up and you see a person across the field, your brain needs to say to itself, have I seen this person before or not, right? And if it hasn't, you you put your guard up, right? So that's what we see anytime. And this still happens, even though we don't really need that reaction um, to, to benefit us anymore, it still does happen. So you go into a room, you meet strangers, you're, you're, you know, your guard's up, right? You just don't yeah. know anything about them. That's natural, right? If you see them a second time, like it's kind of interesting to think about because you've probably experienced this where you go to an event. And you see somebody who you recognize, but you've never met, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't know. It's no different. It's the same as them being a total stranger. But all of a sudden, you're like, hey, we've been to the same place before, right? And that's that's just this part of your brain, right? There's literally nothing else going on. It's just that part of your brain going, hey, this face is not new. Why? Right? Like, what is it about this person that makes them familiar to me? Well, if you think about, again, back to sort of that that many years, thousands and thousands of years ago, and we kind of operated in these little tribal units and things like that, yep. um, the people we saw every day, who are they? They're our family, right? They're our friends. They're the people that we just almost by necessity trust, right? Yeah. We have to be able to trust those people or we're probably going to die. So that is still there, right? Then this is the, the psychological principle here is called the familiarity principle, or, or even there's two names for it. It's called the mere exposure effect as well just states that the more you see someone, the more you automatically like them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just that, that you know, just you saw them, you see them over and over again, right? Um, this is why a lot of times, like, we tend to form friendships with, guess who, the people we see all the time, right? So we like to think yep. we're really careful about those sorts of things. Uh, that's why it's important to be con- in control of the rooms you enter and have some consciousness around that, right? Because you rub shoulders enough, you're probably going to get to know people and become friends with them. So now, because of video... And this is, I think this can go bad too, right? Like I actually think there's a lot of people that have such intense parasocial relationships with influencers. They'll see these people that they're seeing like every day and their brains, they don't, all these non-conscious processes, like they don't know that you don't know that person, right? Because that part of your brain, all it says is face, face, right? I see that face over and over again. It starts to associate those people as if they're your friends or your family because of the familiar, the, just the, the the consistency, right? Mm-hmm. So that I mean that kind of is it, right? I mean, there's all those things you can talk about with video. We retain more of the information. We can understand emotion way better through video than any yep. other form of communication, right? So if you ever have anything that's tense, positive, right, exciting, share that through video. Negative, you know, hey, we got a back problem here. Let me let me expl- explain what's going on and tell you how I'm going to fix it. Yeah. You get a much better response if you do a video message there. Um, but it is, in a, in an essence, you know, it's the familiarity, right? So the more we show up on camera, it's, it's the same in the brain as meeting the person face-to-face physically, right? And we can see as we get further down this path of the metaverse and all this stuff, that's going to become even more obvious to people because it's going to feel more like it's face-to-face. But 
that's the part right now, right? So as we're in this transition, anytime somebody's resisting this stuff, I'm just like, why? why? You know what I mean? Like, I get that you don't want to dance on TikTok. That's fine. We don't even have yeah. to start there. You never yeah, have to right. get there if you don't want to. Yeah, right? They're all afraid of, you know, this stuff going viral and all my, you know, distant cousins making fun of me or whatever. It's like, you don't have to do that. Start simple. Start with one-to-one video messages. Start with this stuff that just lets people get to know you, that teaches them things behind the scenes, you know, send messages to your family and friends even, right? I mean, it doesn't have to even be business related. And then you'll you'll want to do more, right? Like that's what happened to me is again, I'm an introvert. It's really sort of surprising that I would want to do so much of this. But every time I put more videos out there in any kind of format, it, it's always positive, right? I get more people reaching out to me, more inbound, you know, all that kind of stuff. My my family and friends seem to respect me more when they see me for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so that's a lot, right? But I think if you just focus on that simple effect of, look, people just feel like they like you automatically, what else can you do to have a bunch of people like you automatically? There's not much, right? So that, that I think, is the power. I am a big, big believer that, you know, the one of my favorite books is um uh fierce conversations by susan scott and she mm. talks a lot about how the relationships you have are based on the communication you are or aren't having and that could be mm. moving it in a good direction or that could also be the breakdown and deterioration of certain relationships and it makes me think of how video is such a powerful form of communication beyond just spoken word where somebody can hear it but like you said, right. right, wrapping in other contextual elements and how that really enhances your ability to communicate in a really powerful way, it seems to be something that the people who are doing it at a really high level seem to have some of the greatest influence and impact over others. Can you talk a little bit to that? Right. Well, I mean, it, again, it's, yeah, sure. Obviously, I think it's one of those that it's like it is the familiarity principle. I think that then then you sort of kick in this whole who's the best communicator part, right? So I think you have I think the first part is like, look, if you just make videos, you're going to get like 75% of that benefit. I, I have seen people put out garbage looking right. videos where they're stumbling and stuttering and, you know, they don't look comfortable even that shot really poorly. And it's still giving them massive benefit, right? I mean, you put some people like, oh, I put a video out, I got 200 views. Uh, it's not very good, whatever. And I'm just like, that's 200 people that just spent a little bit of time with you, right? Like, yeah. what else can you do today that's going to get you in front of 200 different people, right? So, yeah, then beyond that, right, now you start to talk about, you know, building real influence, right? And, and, and I think a lot of that comes down to you got to be sharing things and, and talking in such a way that your message and the way you're delivering it is something that other people want to promote, right? I think that's where that's where that transition starts to happen because I think initially you're dealing mostly with the people who already know you and maybe like the really close connections to those folks, right? Kind of your traditional social media network. Um, the people that sort of go beyond that, it's because a lot of times, and it used to be people clicking the share button, right? I mean, that's yeah. sort of very, very visual and very obvious when they would do that. They don't do that as much anymore, right? So it's a little bit less about looking for like things like shares and more about people talking about you behind the scenes. That that's what I've noticed, right? So that is that that and that I think comes from, you know, being a very good educator. Um, if you if you're a good motivator, like I don't do a lot of the motivational stuff, but those are the videos that do tend to do the best in terms of um getting a lot of engagement, getting new people to follow your account, stuff like that. Uh, but I think that's that's what it is, right? So a lot of it is is thought leadership. At least that's my my take on it, right? I mean, there's so many ways to build influence. So yeah. becoming an influencer, you can kind yeah. of do in any area. 
but it is going to, it's kind of, you know, so it's, it's all, it's all about, you know, what you're delivering to that audience. And do you have something um, that stands out to them, right? That they're going to, that's memorable, that's impactful. Um, so I think, you know, if you can be, especially vulnerability, that seems to be one that comes up a lot, right? If you can share these stories, you know, your personal experiences, why I talk about, you know, being an introvert and how that can be kind of challenging in business, because there's a lot of other business owners who are introverts too. And they love that, right? They're, oh my God. Like, yeah, I feel the same way. I've been there before. Um, those are, at least for me, those are some of the things that I'm seeing that, that really help kind of take it to that next level. Yeah. Um, and, and I will say this, I do think at a certain point, quality does start to matter, right? So, I mean, if you, if you look at getting started the first, and I, I'm going to give you a big number here, the first like 500 videos or so you make, right? I mean, you're, you're mostly just trying to get used to it. You're learning what works and what doesn't. Then there is a point where, yes, you're going to start to see the, those really top people. They are polished, right? I mean, they're yeah. going to have the videos that are well edited. They're going to have the stuff that's probably shot with a nicer camera. Um, and, but the problem is everybody sees that and they think I need to start there. Right. And that's not right. So they need to start simple, build up to it. But yes, if you want to get to that level where you are somebody that especially has unique experiences, you've accomplished something significant, you know, in business and you interview a lot of really successful business owners, there's something we're talking about there. Right. So then you, yeah. you match your quality to the story you're telling. And I think that's where you tend to find people really sort of take off on that level. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Our sponsor today is Uplift Desk. Creators are the best office furniture designed to help you work better and live healthier. You can visit upliftdesk.com and use the code MINDCAST for 5% off your order. And if you sit all day long while you're at work and you've never tried a desk that can transition between sitting and standing, you got to. It'll be a complete game changer. My standing desk is by Uplift Desk. It's what I use every day to record the show, prepare the show, do all my office work. And I got to say, the transition from sitting all day to standing while I work at various times throughout the day has really made a noticeable difference for me. When I'm standing, I notice I'm way more focused and productive. I'm way more alert. And I even have a little standing treadmill under my desk now, which allows me to get some extra steps in while still plugging away on calls and getting work done. Keeps the blood flowing throughout the day, which obviously can reduce all types of different health risks repetitive strain and I've noticed that my posture has drastically improved since switching to an uplift desk as well because I'm not hunched over the computer all day and while there's a lot of options out there for you to choose from the reason I chose uplift desk is because of the quality it doesn't wobble it's completely stable it's built to last you can definitely tell based on the materials they use and they are customizable too which is really cool they let you build your custom dream desk by choosing over a hundred desktop choices and hundreds of accessories that you can build into the desk for your own perfect workspace. And you can do that by using the really fun to use desk configurator. And once you have your desk all designed and picked out, you order it, they ship it the same day, you get free shipping. They do free returns with free return shipping if something goes wrong. And the best part is they have an industry leading 15 year warranty that covers the complete desk, which was a really big deal for me. It shows that they stand behind their product for at least 15 years. So to get yours, go to upliftdesk.com and use the code MINDCAST for 5% off your order. That's U-P-L-I-F-T desk.com to get 5% off your entire order with the promo code MINDCAST. Yeah, like you said, right? You don't you don't need to start out with perfection. You know, uh, done oh, no. is better than perfect, as we always like to say here is just oh, yeah. get, get <laughs> to it and we'll tweak and refine along the way. 
But for those that are going, all right, well, I'm at the beginning. You talked mm. about the small business roadmap. Can you share a little bit more about what that roadmap and those stepping stones look like for somebody that really wants to lean in on video going forward? Of course, yeah. I think, uh, there's, so to me, there's there's four primary strategies that we teach in this roadmap. Um, the first is one-to-one video message. So this is the simplest kind of video you can make. There is no need to have any sort of production quality or basically hit and record and then hit and stop at the end and talking into your, your phone, right? Right into the camera on your phone, obviously. Um, those, there are so many of these you can do, right? So this is typically when I explain this to folks and they realize like, oh, wow, I can, I can just be communicating one-on-one with people through video. They realize like, number one, I'm going to get benefit. I'm all this psychology we've been talking about in the neuroscience, but I'm also going to get the reps in, right? I'm going to get used to the tech. I'm going to get used to the, you know, delivering my lines, looking into the camera consistently, all the things that make a video better. And so the the number one I always uh, tell people to start with is birthday messages, right? Happy birthday video messages. It, you know, you get on Facebook, it tells you whose birthdays are today. It literally has a messenger button next to their name. 99% of people are just going to write something on their wall, right? So they get a couple hundred, hey, you know, happy birthdays on their wall. Mm-hmm. And then they get one, maybe two video messages, right? So it it doesn't, but the crazy thing is it's just as fast. I mean, it takes me longer to type out, hey, have True. a happy birthday, hope you're having a great day, than it does to just say that into a camera and hit send. Yep. So you do this, and I mean, you could do this for a week, and I, I just love the way it, one week later, somebody who's been delaying using video for years and procrastinating and nervous and uncomfortable, all of a sudden, it's not a big deal anymore. You know, and a lot of them are kind of kicking themselves at that point. Like, I could have done this three years ago when I first started thinking about it. Yeah, but that is the easiest place, right? So you start there. And the craziest part of this is like, you will get business from it, right? Because I mean, talk about making somebody feel special. Talk about rekindling that relationship with them. They will remember these messages for at least months, sometimes years, right? I mean, I've had people who I I forget to do it the next year. And they're like, hey, where's my video? You know? Yeah, right. So it's crazy. So that's number one. Start there. Think of all the different places you can do one-to-one video messages. Then I like to do scale yourself with video. That's sort of my second strategy. That would be anywhere where you're having the same conversation more than once over a decent amount of time, even a month or so, right? And then it's also, what are those conversations you wish your clients would have with you, right? What are those questions that they should ask, but they don't, right? Make videos answering those, right? This is a little bit higher level. These are going to be maybe a little bit more polished, but now you've sent hundreds of video messages. You got that under your belt. You're going to feel a lot more confident on camera. Um, they can be scripted, keep them simple, relatively short. Um, that's second step, right? Third step is building a video funnel. So that that point, you're doing some higher performance stuff, right? Now we're talking about building strategic funnel, probably running some ads. This is where I, you might want to hire a professional, um, depending on what your business does and kind of look you're going for. Uh, but that that's huge. And then what I usually tell people is, look, that's three out of four, right? Most people can kind of guess at that point what four is. But if you stopped there, you would have everything covered, right? Because everybody always comes to us and they're like, hey, I want to do social video. I want to I want to get big on YouTube and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then we look at this and we go, look, if you have a funnel that pulls strangers into your business who are now getting to know you already because it's video content and they're seeing you and they feel like they're, you know, building this relationship with you. And then once they're in your business, they start getting video messages and they see a bunch of your FAQ videos and they have this sort of all-encompassing experience. I mean, do you really need to do anything else, you know? And I think for most businesses, no, they don't, right? And then, yeah. in fact, anything else is probably a distraction at that point. So that's, you know, so there you go, right? So then you get to four, right? And so four is obviously social video, social media, right? So this is your YouTube, your TikTok. I mean, it's obviously a vast uh, range of options in terms of what you can do. 
But if you finish there, then the, all the nerves, all that kind of stuff, it's not going to be completely gone. Like if I make a, a video I'm hoping is going to be funny, you know, like I'm always going to be a little nervous when I put that out there because people might not think it's funny, right? Um, but it's not a big deal. I'm not making this stuff, you know, pulling my hair out, freaking out about it, how everybody's going to interpret it. Yep. It's just something I'm trying, you know, and it's, and it's casual. And then my favorite part about it is I don't need it to work, right? If it works and it goes viral and I get a whole bunch of attention from it, awesome. But I also have a system that's going to capture those people and then pull them into the business because that funnel's there, right? So that that's how I like to approach it because it if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. The funnel's still there, right? It's still working. So if I'm if I'm approaching social in a standpoint of an optional step that I'm taking at the end of this process, it's just that much easier. You're going to be much more consistent about it. You're going to be much more comfortable with it, um, and it's going to work better because. There's now a system to because because social is great at grabbing attention, right? Kind of getting yep. in front of people. Yep. Um, if you don't have a funnel, you 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 sometimes can't do anything with it, right? There's all kinds of influencers with hundreds of thousands of followers who don't make much money because just because they can get that initial attention doesn't mean they have a business system to turn it into income, right? So I think I think if you approach it that way, then you do. And I, I will just finish that out by saying. I don't I don't say that because I want people to think they should be influencers. In fact, I actually think most business owners. That is that is probably a bad goal. I, I work with a lot of localized businesses. You know, they're they're based in one area, like a real estate agent. And if you go viral, if you try to be that high level influencer and you build an audience of people from all over the country, all of a sudden that following is not very useful for finding local customers, right? And so I actually know some agents that they got to that point and then they had to find something else to do for a living, right? They're like, well, I got I got to make a course and sell it, or I got to get into a referral business and just refer all these people from all over the country. That's fine, right? But that's probably not your goal. Um, so I think, you know, look, getting viral, that kind of stuff, great, but try to focus on the community, right? What's going on in that area? What are the things in that community people care about? And then if it does go viral and get a lot of attention, it's localized and you can actually sell to those people. <laughs> Talk a little bit about that, right? Because I, I think a mm -hmm. lot of people don't necessarily understand video to a funnel and how that ties mm -hmm. into income. And that is such a critical component and piece of all of this, right? Like you said, just making videos is is great, but that's just kind of one component of the income equation, I think, that can tie into video production and people building, you know, their brand, their audience, customer base through videos. Maybe you can share some of your favorite case studies or success stories of people that maybe have boring businesses or don't have a big brand or have an interesting business model that got a video or a video funnel that tied into a marketing funnel that tied into actually converting customers into dollars. Yeah. So I think, you know, the, the key there is what I always tell people is you're going to want to build this stuff uh, backwards, right? So, so that that's what's going to help you ensure that you're, you're driving the income that you're looking for. So I would always start with, you know, let's just sort of say they were stage number three, where we're building our funnel. So you got some video inside your business, you're kind of doing all that already. Um, at that point, you have to come up with something that you can well, there's lots of ways to get a lead, right? I, yeah. I like to think of it as come up with something you can give people for free um, to get them to, to give you their contact information, right? So I'll, I'll give you a case study, which is uh, which is in our business. That's what I'm most familiar with, obviously. So uh, one thing that I did, this is a little more uh, advanced than, than most businesses need to be, but I thought about, okay, look, where are the people that that need training to, to learn to use video, right? Like what what's the, where's the, the, the kind of thought process at before they're ready to pay somebody to teach them, right? Because a lot of times we'll try to figure this stuff out on our own right. first. Then we realize we need some help, right? So we we decided, look, you know, a lot of people 
think that the reason that they're not making videos is they don't have ideas for those videos, right? I don't know what to talk about on camera. That's my problem, right? It's not usually the real problem, but that's what they're saying to themselves. So we said, okay, look, we, we started experimenting with some AI tools inside of our own business. We kind of built from scratch and not the AI part, but we sort of tapped into an existing, uh, we used OpenAI's uh, API system. Yep. And so we built these tools that would write scripts and come up with ideas, right? So students loved it. This is really helpful. Um, and then I realized when we're when we're using the uh, the AI, it's not costing us that much money. It was like in the fractions of a penny per use, which was a little surprising. I thought it was going to be more expensive. So I was like, all right. Right. Well, if it's that cheap, we could give it away. Right. So this became a new funnel for us. Right. So this became the, the, the last step in that funnel. So we said, OK, we got this uh, this tool. It's going to come up with 48 different ideas uh, for an entire year. You're going to tell the tool who you are, like what your business does. And then you're going to tell it uh, who your ideal customer is. Like, tell us a little bit about them. Right. What are they interested in? What are their pain points? Whatever. Right. Hit a button. 48 ideas for an entire year. All your videos basically taken care of. Right. Um, so we put this together and and then what we do is we we start out by running ads just directly to that tool, right? So we're talking, I mean, Facebook ads. Um, you can do ads on all kinds of platforms. I mean, I've used Facebook for over 10 years now. It works, right? So we yep. we get it out there and running. The other thing I'll mention is when you when you build these sorts of things, if you're newer to it, you do have to give it time. So like with these Facebook ads, like if we put them up and we're not getting the results we want in the first week, it, that's okay. We just let them run. And, and I'll tell you, it goes months with the cost per lead gradually decreasing. And that's because the algorithm's learning and it's getting better at what it's doing. And it's also yeah. because people are seeing it over and over and over again. And they're, and they're kind of finally going, ah, I do need that. And then they're showing up and they're signing mm -hmm. up. So that that's the first thing I would do, right? So we did that and we got that going. Then you build up in the funnel from there. So that's that would be conversion, right? So there's three stages. There's all kinds of different versions of funnels too, but the most basic is awareness, consideration, conversion, right? So right. conversion is the bottom. Give them the, the thing, you get the lead. Now you can you can uh, sell them something, right? You go up a step and you say, okay, look, if somebody's not quite there yet, um, what else could we show them first that might get them a little bit more interested in this stuff, right? So at, at that stage, which is consideration, that's where we do a lot of just free educational videos, right? So we, we've got little, I mean, I've, I've probably made a couple hundred of these short one to two minutes, sometimes 30 seconds videos that are just like a single tip on video, yep. right? So that's my business, but whatever that is for your business, what are some of those small things you could provide education on? Um, I think testimonial videos can be good at the consideration stage, uh, case studies, day in the life, right? And th this all just depends on what your style is, what you, what yep. you want to make. Um, and I want to emphasize that it is important that you're making the kinds of videos on the kinds of topics that you care about, right? Because if you're just trying to make stuff because you think your clients will like it, you just won't sustain yourself, right? You make yeah. one or two, it'll get boring, you know? So I always like to try to find those that overlap. That's consideration, right? So that, that that's the next thing I make. Again, I put that out. And then what one of the tweaks I'll add is I'll say, look, what I want to do then is take the people who watch my consideration videos and then really aggressively advertise my, my final stage to them, right? So that's a cool, cool thing you can do with Facebook. You can set up an audience of viewers of a particular video. So now I have this new one. I say, okay, anybody watches that, they're going to get an extra couple doses of this, uh, the ad with the AI tool, right? So mm -hmm. that way I'm kind of maximizing the attention from the people who already know me. Yep. Um, final stage, which is really the first stage is awareness, right? So awareness is like, I never know. I don't know who you are. I probably don't have any current need for your product or service. So all you want to do for those people is just introduce yourself to them, right? Like that, that's the stage where I don't really even care if they know what I do for a living. 
I just want people to think I'm a, I'm a decent dude, right? So I just yeah. want them to, to see me, have positive impression of me so that the next time they see me, they're more curious, right? They're, they're oh, okay, I saw him before. My, my favorite hack, so to speak, for that is just think about your ideal customer, find something in your community that they care about, that you also care about, right? So my example here in St. Louis right now is uh, our MLS team, our soccer team just started last year. Um, I love soccer. I'm a famous love soccer. I'll talk to anybody about it all day, right? So anytime I want to just sort of get in front of my people, so to speak, I just talk about our soccer team, right? And it's like, this is a city with a lot of soccer fans. So most people are kind of all about it. Um, so that's pretty low risk, right? So that, that's what we want to think about though, is what are those things that you can show excitement around, that you can show your passion around, and then your ideal client's going to see it. And what happens is they go, they see that, and, and their familiarity with that thing or that place or that entity, whatever it is you're highlighting, basically translates, it transfers to you, right? So yeah. somebody sees me talking about City SD and being excited about it. They're excited too. We're friends now, so to speak, right? Or at least, you know, so yeah. you hit it off right. a little bit with. So that's that, right? So you put these three together. And if you think about what's happening there, people meet you, they get to know you, consideration. And then by the time you offer them your free thing, they, they're like, man, this, this guy's awesome. Like he, now he's even offering me free stuff. Like I can't wait to, to have more of a conversation with him. Right. So that is, I mean, that, that's a funnel, right? That's the yep. kind of your whole system. Um, for us, we are able because of that to generate leads about two fifty, sometimes up to about three bucks a piece. Um, and these are B2B leads, right? So this, these are small business owners. These are real estate agents. Um, and again, there's all kinds of leads. I don't like talking about lead costs because like, what is a lead even, right? I mean, yeah, how, right. how eager are they to buy, right? That means different things to different businesses. But the way we take them um, is that we find, again, we need to nurture those leads. So they go into our email system, um, they get some retargeting with ads, but they primarily just get a constant stream of emails from us. Uh, we're, we're experimenting more text now too. So we have a couple of uh, versions of these ads where people have to text us to get the thing. Um, I will tell you, we see about a, a 10 times higher click-through rate on our text, sometimes even higher than that, right? Yep. So if I send a text, I got, we got, you know, it's only about a thousand people right now. But if I send a text to those folks, I, I'm getting oftentimes close to a 10% click-through rate. I mean, I'll send emails that don't even get a 10% open rate, right? So yeah. I mean, but usually we're above that. But a lot of times our click-through is half a percent to one and a half percent, somewhere in there. Yep. Um, so that's kind of a side note, but yeah, if you can get into text marketing, that's really powerful. And then we just nurture them. Keep providing value, keep, you know, entertaining them, trying to invite them to free trainings, things like that. Um, and then eventually that leads to our opportunity to sell them, which we mostly do through webinars. So that's kind of our, our system. Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group 
who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast and trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. I love it. You just gave us a little insight into your funnel. and I did, you know, yeah. So if you're going to rip off what we're doing, there you go, right? <laughs> well, marketing funnels are just so important. I mean, I've seen you know oh, businesses yeah. implement them for HVAC companies, for septic companies, for a yoga studio, for a video company, for a real estate agent, right? I mean, you can, you can apply yeah. these marketing funnels to anything. And, you know, as you and I both know, some of these marketing funnels, just one funnel can be seven, I mean, depending on the business or the product, eight, even nine figures in, in sales, right? Off of one funnel. Oh, yeah. That's how powerful it is. And obviously, a big portion and component of that is going to be video and building, mm -hmm. right? A lot of what we just talked about on today's show. So I love that you guys talked about that. And also, you mentioned something that I think is important that people are interested in. That is a hot topic right now. That's a major mm -hmm. point of leverage, automation, which is AI. How do you see AI coming into the world of video, building mm -hmm. customer you know, trust, converting into sales? What, what's your vision around what AI is doing right now and where do you see it going in the future? Yeah, yeah. I mean, AI, it's crazy, right? I mean, this stuff is... It's so powerful. I mean, I don't know what all, what all you've tried with it, but we, you know, it's, everything I try, I'm always just sort of mind blown by it. Yeah, I, you know, editing for sure, right? We're already seeing that. I think, I think, you know, man, we we have editors on staff, and I'm I'm just basically teaching them like learn to use the AI tools because you know they're going to basically replace 75 percent of editors here in the next few years, and then maybe all of them eventually. I mean, we're not that far from being able to just have a conversation with a computer, and it makes the video you want it to make, right? So. There will always be, I think, creative decisions. And that, mm -hmm. So I don't think all editors are just going away, right? right but right. if you are editing videos, you better be learning to use these tools because I do think that's one thing it's definitely coming after. Um, but that is, that's a huge one. I mean, editing, man, editing has already gotten so much easier. I mean, I, I can remember when I first started making videos, it was such a pain in the butt to edit something. I mean, I, I have so many pieces of content I shot that I never edited because I just didn't want to do it. It was just such right. a, it just it sucked, right? So that's a big one. Um, you know, there's there's one of these that that is is really interesting, right? Which is you there are now there's you can make an AI version of yourself. You can literally make videos where there's an AI avatar that looks and sounds just like you. And you know, they're they're still somewhat kind of uncanny, right? You can still tell it's not a right. real person, but not always, right? I mean, some of these are, you know, especially if you put a little extra work into it, they look real, you know. So I don't know. I I personally, my big question with that is just what are consumers how are they going to respond to it? Right? right. And I don't, I don't know. Right. I'd, I'd love to say that they're going to, they're not going to like the fact that they got sort of tricked into talking to a robot, you know? Um, but I don't know. I mean, think people like convenience, right? So if you can make stuff more convenient for them, I don't know that they'll care. You know, mm -hmm. um, what I do tell people is, is look, if you're going to make these AI avatars, my suggestion would probably be just to, to use of an avatar, not yourself. Right. So if you want to make a bunch of videos, have, have somebody kind of out there putting out content, Personally, I just don't, I feel the main reason I say you probably don't want to have an avatar of yourself is just that I think it would be weird to be putting out content 
that you're not intimately familiar with, right? That you didn't mm-hmm. actually say. They can just imagine the conversations you're out and about. Hey, a video the other day. And you're like, what video? What are you talking about? Because you didn't yeah. make it. So, right, right. You know, as long as you watch it and you know what it's about and you be- you believe every word it said, you know, that's that's a tricky part too. Um, then maybe that that's okay. I mean, I, I that's that so that one's that one's the big question mark for me. Cause if we do get to that point, I mean, this is where you start to talk about AI really replacing us, right? Because I mean, yeah. if, if I have to be out there building influence and letting people get to know me and trying to get to know them and I mean, at some point, you're just like, what's the internet going to be? Just a bunch of computers talking to each other while yeah. let's have jobs. I don't that's, even know. That's the billion dollar question, right? Is, right. is, is where, where do you draw the line? Where, you know, is it uh, working for us versus working against us? Mm. Uh, AI is just such a powerful tool. And yet, obviously, you know, with anything powerful, there's, there's pros and cons to it. But I also right. know there's great leverage in, you know, what AI is creating for a lot of people that are doing video, doing content, topics, script curation, all of that kind of stuff. And I know you guys have really leaned in on that. You know, what are what are your thoughts on the best ways of leveraging and what are you guys working on, you know, with AI? Yeah, well, I, I love this concept of of these simple tools, right? So that, that idea of kind of like what, what, I'm not a coder, just to be clear, like I don't know how to write computer code. Um, I took two classes in college before I switched into the business school. So I did see some code, right? So it's not like it scares me to look at a few lines of code, but I don't know how to write it. I don't want to learn how to, I've tried to teach myself to write a few times. It just didn't happen, right? Not my, not my uh, strength. So I've always thought though, hey, you know, like I heard about these no code platforms years ago, right? And you're like, wait, once you get to the point where I don't have to have the ability to code to make tools on the internet, like that would be awesome because I have all these ideas. So once I heard that ChatGPT could write code, I was like, okay, this is it, right? So I got in, started messing with it. And uh, and so that's what's cool about this is that the, these tools that we built, or mostly I've built, they don't require you to write any code, right? I mean, so there's there's a platform called Hugging Face kind of a weird name, but called huggingface.co. And it's a it's a sort of an experimental platform for AI tools, right? So first and foremost, if you just think this stuff's cool and you want to see all kinds of different ways people are implementing it, check out that website. Because there's just you know this is like students, researchers, companies are trying things. Meta put some of its its uh you know kind of experiments on there, right? So even huge companies are using this. Um, But you can you can set up your own space for free. You set these things up. It's it's free, right? The basic version is free, mm-hmm. um, and then you you just go to ChatGPT, and if you want, you can you can find you know just look me up. It's it's N Niehaus. If you want to find my account, you can copy my spaces. A lot of them are public. Then you just copy the code. You put it in ChatGPT. Say, hey, this is code for a tool that does X Y Z. I want you to use it as a template and write new code for a tool that does something else, right? And it'll do it. And That's then if, so it, cool. if it makes a mistake and you put it into to hugging face and you get an error, I literally just copy the error, feed it to ChatGPT, and it you know and it figures it out, right? So th- I mean that's how I did all of this. I mean it's, it's that's what I'm saying. It's like that if you can do that with AI, like what can you yeah. not do? So that's my favorite because it's just fun, you know. And I, I mean I you know I, I've done some demos where else I'll be like, hey, you know, give me your business, right? What do you do? Okay, let's let's come up with a tool that we could give away to people. It's like one I did live was a. Uh, there's a jewelry company and they're talking about, you know, uh, people looking for engagement rings, you know, so we built a tool on the spot um, that would help a fiance come up with the style of ring that they should purchase based on some details about their fiance, right? So they're, they're into, they're into fashion or they're not, you know, whatever they want, they could just right. describe them. And then it would say, Hey, I think based on your description, here's, you know, and is it perfect? I mean, who knows, right? It doesn't, can't read her mind, but you know, it gets the ball rolling and that's the idea. So 
I love that. I mean, one of the things that that's a that's kind of a fundamental belief in in our business and the way we approach things is that you know people always want the easiest, simplest approach to something, right? I mean, if if there's any extra complexity, they tend to get confused by it, or certain some people do, right? And it just gets sure. worse as it gets more complex. So AI is amazing because it can do anything, right? I mean, you can sit down and have whatever conversation you want. And what I've seen when I've done some trainings on this is that that overwhelms people, right? So they sit there and they go, but what do I talk to it about, right? Like, okay, it'll do anything, but what does that even mean, right? Yeah. So instead, we flipped it 100% around and we said, look, we're going to take this tool that can do all this really complex sort of language processing, and we're only going to let it do one thing. So all that decision-making about what's it going to do for me is eliminated. And all you have to decide is, do I need help with that one thing or not, right? Sure. So that that's kind of... There's not a lot of companies yet doing that because I get it. They're trying to build the platforms. They want to be the, the big company. But there are literally millions, I would say, of opportunities to take this powerful tech and then then really narrow it down and say, what's just one specific thing that I want to be able to do that I can help people with? And then that's either a source of leads for you. Um, it could be a, a tripwire offer where you charge a few bucks a month to get to get access to your specialized tool. And these things are getting more advanced, right? Like OpenAI, just, uh, the, I don't know if they announced it or it's just sort of a rumor, but they're supposed to be working on um, technology that works as like an agent where it can actually like click on the computer screen, so to speak, right? Dang. So it can like, right. So, cool so then stuff. you can do anything, right? Now you're talking like AI is an employer, right? So, yep. you know, you could have somebody doing whatever. I don't even know what it's going to do for me, right? But that's going to be really exciting. Um that's so awesome. I think, you know, what I would still tell people is like, look, I mean, there's so many ways to go with AI. I don't think I've talked to a single person yet that was doing the same combination of things as the next person. Um, but the main thing is you got to try something, you know, yeah. you got to start to get familiar with this because you, you just don't want to get undercut by it at some point where all of a sudden your, your job or whatever you do for a living is, is basically just eliminated by it. And I don't know if we're that close to that. But I do think some of what's happening with the tech companies and their layoffs, I, I think, is a bit of a, of a you know a nod to, hey, you know, we're going to try to find a way to cut our headcount. Like Google, I think, laid off a bunch of sales staff, right? And they're yeah. just replacing it with AI. Yep. So you got to keep an eye out for those sorts of things, right? So, yeah. but yeah, it's just fun to mess with, right? So just get in and try stuff. I think that's the biggest thing. Well, I know a lot of people are probably inspired to take some action on video, inspired to learn more about AI, and you know whether they're deciding that. They're going to do it themselves or they want to know more about what you guys got going on, what you're, you know, tapped into. I know you put out a lot of great value and free content. Where's the best place for them to connect with you guys? Yeah, so I'll give you just a couple options. First and foremost, I think you should definitely follow uh, Business Video School. That's the name of our, our company. We put out all kinds of good content, especially free training. So if you're looking to get started with video, um, we're on all the major social platforms, especially Facebook. I think it's probably the number one place we tend to spend our time. Um, and then I'll also say, you know, look, I mean, obviously follow me if you want, right? It's Nick Niehaus, uh, which is N-I-E-H-A-U-S, if you're listening. Um, you can definitely look me up. But I think the if I'll, I'll just give you this, right? So we have a phone number. I told you about our text marketing a minute ago, right? Um, if you would like to look into some of our training, right? So, so this is kind of uh, up to you if you want to opt in. But you can text the word TRIAL, T-R-I-A-L, to 314 274 6649. So again, that's trial to 314-274-6649. That'll get you pre-registered for a two-week free trial with Business Video School. Um, we cover all the stuff I've talked about today, right? So it, it, we, we cover all the video stuff, obviously, but I did actually make a course uh, just a few weeks ago about some of this AI stuff because we just had so many people asking about it. So I figured, yep. why not? 
Um, and so that is an area that we're kind of expanding cool. the business into is, is teaching more on AI as well. Awesome. Well, we'll be sure to link all of that up on Nick's episode at MillionaireMindcast.com. Nick, thanks for coming on the show today, brother. Appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview. And if you did, all I ask is that you take two minutes and leave a review in iTunes, where by doing so, you're also going to get entered in to win a $100 gift card. Don't forget to share this episode out with somebody else that may need to hear it or may get some value from what was talked about in today's interview. And for those of you who are really looking to accelerate your wealth building journey, you want to unlock more financial freedom, you want to get more time back, or maybe you just want to level up your life, your business, your finances, be sure to head over to MillionaireMindcast.com and check out all the amazing products and resources that we have for our Millionaire Mindcast family, whether that's one-on-one coaching with me, mastermind events, downloads and checklists, the Rich Life Planner for those of you looking to take your goal setting and productivity to the next level. We've got all kinds of great, valuable tools. So be sure to check those out at MillionaireMindcast.com. And last but not least, if you're not on my weekly text letter and you want to be the first to know of exclusive updates and offers in addition to behind-the-scenes access to a lot of the stuff that I'm doing, that I'm investing in, be sure to join by texting the word NOTES to 844-447-1555. With that being said, thanks for listening today. Until next time, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your march to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends. 